0: Okay, well, I'm joined now by the lovely Jan Baker, who is a much-loved member of our church. And we're going to be hearing from Jan today as we start our new series called Lessons from Lockdown. So welcome, Jan. It's great to have you with us. Jan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, uh, how long you've been part of Hope Church? It'd be great to get to know you some more.
1: Thank you, Tom. Um, I've been a member of Hope Church for just over 10 years now. Uh, I've been widowed for seven years. And I have a daughter and son-in-law and granddaughter that live here in Ipswich. Um, And I've got a son, a lovely son who lives in London.
0: Wonderful. And quite recently, you were made a deacon here at Hope Church. We were Mm. due to pray uh, officially for uh, the three people becoming deacons um, in March, but then lockdown struck. So we haven't had a chance to really mark that occasion yet. But can you just tell us... What does that look like? What is, what is a deacon at Hope Church? What do you do particularly?
1: Um, well, obviously, this is all very new. Um, but I have been part of the pastoral care team for a, quite a while now. And at the end of last year, um, I became part of the core group um, with Tim and Esme. Wonderful. Um, so really, the deacon role is a, 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 a more formal um, extension of that. Uh, Really, and um, we look forward to all that God's going to do through that.
0: Brilliant. So, as I mentioned, starting a new series today, and we're hearing from people over the next few weeks who who God has spoken to or particularly taught them some things during this time. But I know that God's been teaching you some things even before this lockdown period. Mm. And could you just tell us a little bit about that?
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, Well, it was. Probably in 2018, when we were doing a a, a, um, preaching series here, um, that we were looking at the thing the uh, singleness.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: and uh, I got to a place of being content and accepting where I was at um, with singleness, Um, but then I was challenged that actually to look at the gift of singleness and what it was like, the gift of singleness. Mm. And that really rattled me because I thought I'd never looked at singleness as a gift.
0: Yeah.
1: And if it was, did I want it? <laughs> <laughs> but God was quite clearly getting my, atten- my attention and yeah. I really had to look at uh, what the gift of singleness r- really means and, and in delving into scripture um, and, and I came to the conclusion that actually, yes, it is a gift yeah. and that there are things that I can do mm-hmm. um, that I couldn't do if I was married. Yeah. There are some challenges too and I didn't always like being on my own. No. Um, bank holidays and weekends, I'm sure many people can identify with. But it was uh, sometime last year when we were um, praising and worshipping together as a church when the Lord said, do you trust me with your singleness? Wow. And uh, I, had, I came to God and said, yes, I do. I, 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 I trust him. I trust him with... Everything, um, and I trust him with my singleness. And really, everything changed from that time onwards. Yeah. And uh, and I felt a, 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 a huge freedom. I didn't have to try and plan my diary. Yeah. I didn't have to make things happen. Yeah. Um, I could just uh, leave it to God. Yeah. And uh, um, whatever happened, I was content with and had joy in.
0: Fantastic. So it's been something that God's been uh, showing you in terms of He's, he's, he's sufficient. You, you can trust Him in, in your uh, singleness. But then this year, the, earlier this year, back in March, the, the government said, you need to stay in your homes, you need to go out just for one, once a day for exercise, maybe do your shopping online. And it was very challenging for all of us, but mm-hmm. not least for those who are single. But then you had the added challenge of being diagnosed with cancer over this time as well and Mm. in fact I think it was on Friday that you uh, rang the bell and had your final session Mm of uh, radiotherapy which is wonderful news that must have been a huge challenge so what has what has God been showing you over Mm. this time Mm Jen?
1: well my lockdown has been very different (laughs) um, as you can imagine and really the virus took a back seat in a way um, because obviously the diagnosis and, uh, and and cancer took over, but it was back at the end of uh, at the end of March um, that uh, I was reading my Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, and God highlighted again those verses in Joshua. Yeah. Have I not commanded you? Strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. The Lord is with you wherever you go. And those verses had been highlighted and dated in my Bible from many years ago. Yeah. At a time where I um, needed much courage and much strength um, not strength and courage that we can summon up from ourselves, mm-hmm. but a time when we really had to press into God. Yeah. For his strength. So when I felt the Lord was saying those verses loud and clear to me, I, I stopped and and just thought, you know, what's God saying to me in those again? What's yeah. what's well, you know what's all this about? Is something coming? What's God saying? Yeah. It was at the time when I was actually waiting for some test results, okay. which I had been told. Possibly had a 10% chance of being cancer. So I suppose it wasn't a great surprise when the consultant told me that I had a cancer diagnosis wow. and that I was going to need major surgery as soon as possible. Mm. But of course, as you say, we were in lockdown. The NHS had stopped surgery, they'd closed wards and really there was confusion everywhere. But a few days later, I was telephoned and was offered the last surgery slot. Um, Which was amazing. And I knew too that I would need to come home on my own. Mm. I knew that nobody would be able to come in. Yeah. Um, I would have to manage alone. Something that actually, a few years ago, would have been yeah. a bit terrifying. Yeah. No one could come near me. Um, my, my, my daughter um, was a key, li- key, key, key worker, worker. Yeah. Um, frontline worker, and so couldn't come anywhere near me. My son lived in London, so I knew I was on my own. So I just had to say to the Lord, yeah, Lord, I trust you. I trust you. He knew. So three days later, on the very day that the ward closed completely, um, I came home. And I remember walking up the the, the path and opening my back door to the peace of my home and just said, Lord, it's just you and me now. Of course, I've got wonderful friends, church family, lovely neighbours who were there for phone calls, Mm -hmm. texts, um, uh, meals and and most of all, prayer. One friend had already contacted me earlier um, to say that she'd been given a weekly online shop and that I was to uh, give her my order once a week and that her and her son were going to deliver it from Ipswich over to where I live each week. And I really felt that was just amazing provision from God. Uh, He had already, this was no surprise to him, Mm. and he'd already gone ahead. I had lovely praying friends and, and church family who reminded me that when Moses was praying on a hill, and he grew tired. Mm. His friends uh, lifted his arms, one on one side and one on the other, for him to remain steady. And I really held on to that wonderful picture of being supported. Mm. And I really valued and appreciated everybody's prayers. And I really want to thank you, you wonderful church family. I was always aware of God's uh, God's, uh, peace and his presence. However, th- about three nights after I came home, um, one night, I was in awful pain. I was—I uh, had a, a, a pain down my right gluteal muscle, my mm-hmm. buttock, and I couldn't get comfortable. I tossed and turned, and by the time I really came to, I was in excruciating mm-hmm. pain. And I thought, oh, I, you know, I—I I, I really need to sleep. I was so tired. Um, and so I prayed, I just said, Lord, please help. Mm. I need you to help, what should I do? And as I lay there um, waiting for the answer, I felt him say, heat. All right, okay, <laughs> a hot water bottle. That meant going downstairs, putting the kettle on, yeah. finding the jolly thing. Um, but he gave me the strength to get out of bed and to get downstairs, to do what I had to do, came back upstairs. And as I put the hot water bottle on the affected muscle, the pain just absolutely melted away. Wow. And I was just amazed. And I think what God was showing me in that, that he is enough. Yeah. Yeah. He is there. He yeah. never, ever leaves us. And that he takes care of all the details, the small details, all the small things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just amazing. Uh, When we call, he answers,
0: Mm.
1: which is wonderful. Yeah. There were some disappointments. Um, I had to have a catheter in, and unfortunately... Uh, when, it was, when they tried to take it out, I couldn't pass urine, mm. so it had to go back in, I had to come back with a catheter, I had to go backwards and forwards to the hospital a couple of times, okay. um, and it still didn't work. But I had, I had people praying um, each time that it would work that time, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Okay. Uh, but it did eventually on the fourth time. There was more disappointment too. Uh, um, When I had the uh, appointment with the consultant, um, the good news was that they'd taken all the cancer away, uh, but there had been more cells found uh, which had spread from the original place um, and that actually I was going to need radiotherapy follow-up. Now initially I'd been told that it was all in one place, it would just be surgery, no follow-up. Um, however, it would just be a couple of it would just be a couple of sessions.
0: Okay.
1: I remember being on the in the car uh, with a friend on the way home when I was reminded again, um, and I said to her, "I said God's just reminded me of those verses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Mm. Do not be discouraged." Wonderful. Yeah. And I just said Lord I hear you. Mm. In that discouragement, in that disappointment, um, I knew that he was in control um, and I could trust him. So imagine my surprise when I went to see the radiologist, the consultant radiologist who told me that actually radiotherapy would involve five weeks of daily Monday to Friday radiotherapy (laughs) plus a bit of follow-up at Mm. Colchester for some specialised radiotherapy, it all felt pretty daunting. Um, But he was with me in all Mm. of that Mm. and uh, uh, gave me the strength to carry on. There was a few tricky moments at the beginning of the the radiotherapy uh, which caused a bit of anxiety Mm. and that first after that first weekend uh, I was reading Romans 8 where Paul writes I'm convinced that neither death nor life angels or demons neither the present or the future or anything else will be able to separate you from the love of God. But it was in those words that God also put neither the present or the future or cancer mm. or anxiety yeah. or anything else could separate us, me, from the love of God. Mm. And so after that, my arrow prayers when, when I went to, for radiotherapy, which were actually filled with anxiety, mm were replaced by worship songs, (laughs) scripture, as I lay on the table. And I was just able to leave my anxiety with him.
0: Mm.
1: And after that, every single session went like clockwork.
0: Wonderful.
1: I'm sure you know the the verse in in the Bible that talks about our plans, that we make our plans, Mm -hmm. don't we? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And uh, when I was thinking about that, the Lord's purpose really stood out. And although I was disappointed, I could trust him. Mm -hmm. But the Lord said, the aim isn't just to go through trials, but that he would show me something in order to make it better on the other side. And that actually filled me with excitement um, as to what the other side would look like. Mm. Um, I've now completed all the radiotherapy and I've rang the bell. (laughs) And he's just shown me so much in all of that time. Um, Lockdown seemed to be the worst time Mm. that this could have happened. Mm. But actually... It gave me more time. Yeah. It gave me more time to read the Bible. Mm. Um, I've grown to love it more and more mm. over this wow. period. We've had the most amazing online resources. <laughs> Every morning, having worship times. Mm. Every morning, having wonderful Bible study. Mm. Um, having time to reflect. And. Uh, and I can thank God for this experience yeah. in, a, in a, I know that sounds wow. <laughs> a funny sort of yeah. way, yeah. but actually um, it's it 's brought me closer to him yeah. uh, nothing 's ever wasted, yeah. and all these new rhythms of life um, i don 't ever want to lose mm. um, which funny. is which is wonderful, and i 'm yeah. just so thankful
0: yeah there's There's two things that really um struck me as you were sharing i think um one was this just this conversation with God this okay god it's you and me now um and God saying heat to you in the night and and these Bible verses that you just kept on being nudged with i i I think that's so important it's important that we understand this is what god this is this is what God has done for us in 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 saving us He wants us to come into this daily walk with him in any circumstance and that was just that struck me so encouraged me so much and then as well this uh, sense in which you know the church has really gathered around you know really good friends and others have just have really supported you and uh i just suppose is if in the, in the time we have remaining is there anything you'd just like to encourage us in jan you know in that kind of stuff as we mm. as we just bring things to a close mm.
1: I think that whole relationship, and, and certainly the relationship um, you know with our God, He is our heavenly Father, yeah. and uh, he just loves us so much, mm. and that uh, he wants us to have that sort of relationship
0: yeah. with him, yeah.
1: um, and with each other too. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: uh, I think you know we have our own families, we have our church families. And you know, we have all sorts of different people in our own families. And also we have our own, we have lots of different people in our church families. Mm. And I think it's just so important that we have relationships, yeah. that we, we are able to do life together, mm. that we're able to um, have uh, deep, meaningful relationships, to be able to have deep, meaningful conversations. Yeah. Um and not just superficial yeah. stuff yeah um I would just love to see um us have a have um yeah just just uh, uh where we where we do life together mm. be family together mm. um, where we have uh M- maiden aunts, where we have grandparents, where we have mm-hmm. teenagers, where we have children. Mm. We have those in our, in our human families mm. but we need them in our church families yeah. as individuals. We need a mix of people. Yeah. We need a mix of people from different cultures and I'm mm. just so thankful for our church yeah. that we've got a, such a mixed um, uh, 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 um, yeah. people here. Yeah. And that uh, we can learn from each other, and yeah. and get to know, and love, and mm. you know, work alongside.
0: Yeah, yeah, wonderful. So let's let's take that encouragement, folks, to just be uh, pressing into family and and um, being on the front foot. Jan is someone who is on the front foot. I'm, I'm I can tell you that uh, in terms of inviting people into her life, going on walks, having people for dinner, and that is something that we can do. It doesn't need to be anything fancy it's a case of just being proactive isn't it really and inviting people in and so that's something i think we can you know when we when we're talking about walking through life's trials together
1: Mm. that is
0: something we can all do isn't it we need each other we do absolutely we We really
1: need each other
0: yeah Mm. so i want to just pray for us as we bring things to a close now if you're joining us today and you you don't know this god who jan knows as a friend and as her savior, you can know him. And I want to just invite you um, to to draw near to him now in prayer. Um, But I'm going to pray for us and then we'll bring things to a close. Let's pray now. Father God, we thank you for what you have taught us this morning. We thank you that you have reminded us that you are enough, that you are um, sufficient, that you're always with us. And Lord, that you never leave us or forsake us. We praise you and we thank you that you have sustained Jan in this time, that you've brought church family and other and and have her natural family around her in this time to support her and we praise you for what you're doing in her life and I want to ask you that you would deeply encourage each one of us through what she has shared this morning and Father for anyone watching who doesn't know you, we just want to pray that you would draw near to them now, that they would know they can draw near to you And because, Lord, what you did in sending your son, Jesus, to live the perfect life we couldn't live, to die in our place and to rise again, we can know you freely and fully. So I just pray now, come and draw near to people wherever they are, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jan, for sharing with us this morning. It's been great to have you join us today. If you're available on Thursday night, we'd love to see you at our prayer and vision night. But God bless you, and we'll see you again soon. Mm Bye.